I guess if you're raising hope, you need to raise a pet too. Let me out. <laughs> So the uh, show or, uh, that I picked was uh, the family out raising hope. What was the, you said the Chance family? Yeah. I, I, okay. it, I know I've seen like a season and a half, two seasons, and I should know their name, but I, I just uh, picked them. So uh, raising hope, the way the setup is uh, they live at their grandma's house that's senile. And so she forgets half the time that it's her house, but they live there. And so it's the grandma's house with the mom and dad. And then the son had a uh, one night stand with a convent that escaped from prison. And she ended up giving birth to a girl and that girl is named Hope. And so uh, it's the, that, the family of five living together in one house. In the later season, he does move out with his girlfriend, but, so that's, I was kind of basing it like season one, season two, where they're still in the grandma's house. It, it's kind of this rundown house that they're living out of. And so um, my, uh, so, okay. To be fair, I didn't, when we first were doing research, I didn't know if it had to be alive, like a real famous animal, like a, an actual, or that was before I realized you could do fictional animals and anthropomorphic ones. So, but for, this one, I'm just gonna kind of lay out the story for raising hope that I see. So it's gonna be this thing where hope has a new rattle, and so they, they, the parents and, and the son keep trying to track hope based off of where the rattle is coming from, right? And so there's times where like they go and they hear rattling, but they don't see her, right? And so, but then she'll be on the other side of the house. She's like, they'll be like, how the heck did she travel so far, right? And so they're they're trying to figure it out, and then it, meanwhile the the subplot is they they decide to to get a pet, and so they find this animal that's outside the house, kind of like sniffing around, and uh, the so they all <laughs> the the son thinks it's a ferret, the parents think it's a, a muskrat because they think it looks so cute, and the grandma's like, no, it's a mongoose, <laughs> and so the the concept that I'm going with is. Ricky Ticky Tacky. Wow. <laughs> and so I'm going to go with the, the fact that uh, what eventually happens is they find out that the rattling is an actual rattlesnake and that the mongoose actually does save hope and, and kill the rattlesnake because <laughs> it, it is an actual gray mongoose that will, you know, fight snakes. <laughs> and that's why it originally was around the house. But I just like the fact that like one of them thinks it's a muskrat, and the funny thing is muskrats are mongooses. 
So it like every every other one is called mongoose, but a muskrat is actually a mongoose as well. Wow. <laughs> so it, that was my my famous animal. So kind of have like a Ricky Ticky Tabby story in Racing Cove. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> this dude say Ricky Ticky Tabby. Wow. <laughs> You are officially old school, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's Kipling. He did Jungle Book. He did other stuff, you know? Why do you just remember the Jungle Book, you know? <laughs> wow. I like it. It seems to fit that family because they're a little uh, eccentric. <laughs> a little eccentric, yeah. And it, it, I, I like that concept of like, because they always think they know stuff, but they always have it half right. Right. Yeah. I like it. It's a good fit. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. So, what what you guys got? Do you want to go? Sure, I'll go. So, for Raising Hope Family, um, let's see. You got Jimmy Chance and Sabrina. That's the two that hooked up. That's the son, right? And yeah. Then you've got a little baby Hope. Um, the mom is Mama, played by uh, Cloris Leachman, which I love very much. And uh, then you got Dad, who's Bert Chance and Virginia Chance, by Martha Plimpton and and Gary Dillahunt. So you got an all-star cast listed right here, which is kind of cool because I've seen everybody do the work. But I went kind of opposite of what I did for Ready Bunch, which you got this kind of crazy delirial family that, you know, for all intents and purposes is like out there. So my character that I put with them was Benji. <laughs> Who is Benji? Hey, always glad you asked. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Benji um, was a part of early 80s movie movies um, like galore when you could yeah. pretty much make a movie about anything and because of the uh, music that played along with it and the storyline that they put to it pretty much made it like a heart tugger like you cry yeah. in certain parts of it so Benji was this um, was this dog Benji is a real dog and uh, the best thing about Benji was that he would get lost. And so the whole movie would be about Benji trying to find his way home. Okay. So he comes to the rescue. He helps other people. Like, he repairs a broken family. Like, Benji is, is actually, like, a real deal. Yeah. So um, what's the best way I can describe Benji? Um, so Benji was, like, he was a Scottish Terrier, right? Or something like a small Terrier dog? So, kind of? Um, he was a mixed breed dog. Okay. Yeah, yeah he was a lovable mixed breed um, that pretty much had an uncanny knack of being in the right place at the right time in order to help people. Like, if um, somebody was getting robbed, Benji would like, show up out of nowhere in Chicago and, and be tugging on the, the robbers, like, Pant leg, like trying to bite him, and the other guy would get away. 
or um there was a, a kid who was crying in a in a candy store because his mom left him. Then Benji would like take the kid around the corner to find his mom. But all the time, Benji was lost himself. <laughs> wow. So you would you would see like Benji would be staying with his family in California and then something would happen when the movie and then Benji would be in Montana. And next thing you know, Benji would be in like Chicago and be working his way, going all the way back home to get to his family. Like it's it's a trip. And he was in both TV and movies in the eighties. Yes, uh, okay. mostly, yeah, or late late seventy nine going into to the eighties. But yeah, it was the eighties movies where it was Benji comes home or or Benji on the run or um, yeah. for the love of Benji, Benji the hunted. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was all these stories about this lovable mixed breed dog just running all over the place. And Benji. Two things. Benji was one of those dogs that, like, he looked good when cleaned up, but then he he, he could look messy. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's one of those he dogs. He looked like a mud. Yeah. He would look okay. like a mud. And come out the mud, or, or it would be raining. You see Benji walking in the rain, and you'd be like, oh. <laughs> so, my storyline connected to them would be uh, you got all the madness going on in the house with everybody living together and the grandma's going crazy and the whole nine. But Benji would, like, take one of Hope's toys and then run out into the world and be like in Las Vegas, like playing on the craps table or or <laughs> doing something crazy and come back with another toy. But instead of it being a toy, it'd be like an actual like situation. Like um, Benji would run off with a rattle and come back with like $20,000 rings or he'll, or he'll, <laughs> he'll take one of the teddy bears and then go on like, a trip and then come back with like a forty-five a millimeter gun and you find it in the bed. It was like, wow. are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that's my deal about Benji. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It, Benji, Benji came around before Beethoven. So it, it, when they did the Beethoven movies, they were like, we need to do Benji, but with a bigger god. <laughs> that's basically Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. I like it. Benji's yeah. beast. <laughs> I'm going to have to look him up because I know Beethoven, but <laughs> I feel like I'm missing an entire doggy genre. <laughs> Pretty much, sure. yeah. Yeah, Benji, Benji will bring you to tears. Like, oh, what do you think? They want Benji. <laughs> Meanwhile, Benji is in like Malibu, <laughs> riding on a wave on somebody's surfboard. Nice. Yes. Yeah, like it, like the, the evolutionary chart or of Simac dogs maybe goes from like Toto Lassie Benji Beethoven. <laughs> so, Don't forget Rin Tin Tin. He's oh, I forgot Rin Tin Tin. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and now who is it? Like all those Airbud dogs? Pretty much. <laughs> it's, yeah, all golden retrievers because you got the Airbud and then you got the Notebook, right? Or yeah. not the Notebook. Oh, the uh, Marley and Me. Marley and Me. Yeah. Yep. Anything that's a golden retriever. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. Well, mine is um, another uh, fictional animated critter. I, I chose Perry the Platypus from Phineas and Ferb. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and the, only, the reason I chose him is because he's got two personas. He's Perry the Platypus, but he's also Agent P. 
And so I have the OWCA or ALCA um, assigning him to their house because of Mama. Like Mama secretly um, thinks she knows something about the the organization. And so when she's lucid, he he's Perry the platypus, but when she goes into her dementia, um, he's Agent P and he's helping protect because she kind of goes a little bit villainous sometimes when she's doing her thing. And so he's there to help. And she doesn't know that it's him. She thinks it's just Agent P. She doesn't know it's her pet platypus that she's actually fighting against. <laughs> so I chose Mama as more of the main instead of as Baby Hope. But uh yeah, I just could see him, like, in, in the show, Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb just think that he's this little docile, you know, doesn't do much kind of critter, but he's actually an agent uh, that's working for this organization, helping keep villains at bay, and uh, and not just some mindless domesticated thing. And so she, I have that kind of happening instead of with Dr. Doofensmirch as the bad guy, I have it being the non-lucid mama. Okay. Does that work? (laughs) So would you have that like mama was like the past love interest or past counter agent to the chief or something like that? Yeah. Okay. And so he's, I mean, he's got a good job there and like nobody in the family knows, I mean, about Agent P being the same as Perry. Right. But Except I guess for Hope. The viewer watching. Oh yeah, Hope could know. Hope could secretly know and not be able to tell anyone. <laughs> It'd be funny because Hope would keep trying to put the hat on Perry the Platypus. And they're like, Oh yeah. Why are you trying to put this fedora hat on? <laughs> what if he had to kill somebody? Like, that would be crazy. <laughs> If Perry did? Yep. Oh, my. I guess. I just, you guys always go so <laughs> far out of my little happy bubble. <laughs> Isn't that the, the point of the show? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah true. <laughs> you are definitely taking it far. <laughs> See, it's, it's funny. I love our, I love our dynamic. Because you got you in, in the nice little, little bubble, and then you got Taj, who's kind of like the in between and individual, and then you got me, pretty much the devil. Yeah. The <laughs> no, it, it works though. Cause, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm cool yeah. with it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So, uh, any other as mentions that you guys almost went with? No? No. Not for this family. No. I was thinking last week at one point. I was like, yeah. 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 And I guess, yeah, overall, was there any any topic since this is our final episode? Was there any... So Lassie was one you almost went with on this family or another family? Pretty much. I was with this family, I almost went with Lassie. But I was like, nah, I'm going to go big. Eh. I'm going to take the eight. Yeah. When I was surprised, there seemed to be a lot of dogs. Nobody did a cat. Because so, cats are well, evil. Pretty much. <laughs> like, you could do Garfield, but you already know that involves lasagna and pretty much nothing else. You ain't going to do nothing. Right. Yeah. Right. We didn't pick any lazy enough families to have Garfield fit. Right. Well, and it, I thought it, about My Little Pony. 
which oh, I was going to tie that into Mama and everybody thinking she's crazy, but it's actually like a real animal. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure who to pick for this one at first until I learned about Mama's dementia. And I was like, oh, that would be perfect. I mean, like Perry right. just instantly popped in my head. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, if we had done the the, uh, Godfather family, we could have done Garfield. That would have been interesting. (laughs) I don't know. You could write in. Just get lasagna (laughs) and pets all day. (laughs) At the fringes of perception, beyond the boundaries of your mind, just past the glow of the firelight, Out of the corner of your eyes, you will find an edge case. Edge Case Podcast, coming September 10th. Learn more at edgecasepod.com. Any closing thoughts? No, it was fun. Awesome episode. All right. Okay. Uh, Well, this has been uh, Tad Too Far, part of the uh, Sioux Empire Podcast Network. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, and on our website, Tad Too Far. That's T A D T O F A R dot com. Our intro and outro music has been done by. Full blown beats with the Z at mail.com. Oh. And uh, so uh, please subscribe and listen to all uh, past and future episodes. Thank you very much. Bye. Game over, man. Bye. Game over. Oh.